You're listening to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, Christmas edition, where each weekday during the month of December, I'll be sharing thoughts, principles, and insights to help you connect more with family and friends, to find the true meaning of Christmas, and to help you get more out of Christmas by focusing more on Christ. Good morning, everyone. Welcome, as always, to The Daily Drive podcast, Christmas edition, or more Christ edition, where each weekday I'll share a brief thought, principle, and story about Christmas to help you get more out of your Christmas by focusing more on Christ. Now, a quick update on the Christmas card project. After two days, we're at almost $2,000, and we have groups in Ogden, Salt Lake, Provo, and now Boise and Napa, Idaho. If you'd like to help promote and organize an effort in your own city or state, please reach out to me and let's get it going. I am looking to grow this as big as I can in the next 22 days and basically punch the darkness in this world (laughs) square in the mouth on Christmas Eve. There will always be darkness and evil. That's the nature of the world that we live in. But on Christmas Eve, there will be enough of us out doing good that I hope to hit it with a haymaker and stagger it a bit, at least for a day. There is power in organized goodness. So keep doing all that you're doing individually and as families and all the things that you normally do this time of year. But if you want to join a pretty cool effort that will take a minimal amount of money and time, but has the potential for an incredible amount of good, then come donate even a little and join us on Christmas Eve day as we go out and deliver Christmas cards to as many as we can in our communities and world. You can find our fundraising project on Facebook under Josh Downs or the Christmas Card Project, or you can Venmo me directly at Joshua-Downs. Now, today's thought comes from another one of my favorite Christmas movies, a movie called Fred Claus. (laughs) Yeah, I said that right, Fred Claus. Not Santa Claus, Fred Claus. Fred Claus happens to be Santa Claus's brother, in case you didn't know that. If nothing else, by listening to this podcast, you're going to have quite the list of Christmas movies to watch. But I'm telling you, this one is an instant classic. Vince Vaughn plays Fred Claus, Santa Claus's older brother. But an older brother with a grudge. An older brother that has lived his life upstaged by his younger brother. I mean, how would you feel being Santa Claus's brother? (laughs) It wouldn't be very easy, right? Through the course of the movie and the sibling rivalry that ensues, Fred is eventually put in charge of the naughty and nice list. And has sort of an epiphany while he's working on it when he sees what an orphan that had befriended him earlier is up to. He knows that this young kid has had a lot of hard breaks, and I think Fred sees himself in this kid, and so even though he's being naughty, he marks him as nice. Towards the end of the movie, Fred tells his brother why, and he says that there's one thing that's been bothering him about this whole operation of his, and it's the naughty and nice list. He tells him, that naughty nice list that you got, there's no naughty kids, Nick, he says. They're all good kids. But some of them are scared, and some of them don't feel listened to. Some of them have had some pretty tough breaks, too. But every kid deserves a present on Christmas. That thought had me rethinking Santa's naughty and nice list when I first heard it. And I think he's talking as much about himself and the way that he's been viewed most of his life as much as any of those quote-unquote naughty kids. And I just love this principle that there's no naughty children. Now, some of you might disagree, and maybe you have a good reason to, but something happens when we look at others, not based on their past, and not as they are, but as they can become. If all you see is what your kids or spouse don't do, or what they aren't, you'll miss everything that they do do, and what they are. 
see more Christ helps us to see more good in others. Just think about where it is that Christ spent most of his time. It was with those that were broken, those that were hurting, those that had made mistakes, those that were full of sin, that were diseased. I'm convinced a part of the reason why was because he could see beyond all that they weren't and instead saw all that they could be. To Christ, those that he spent time with may have made some mistakes, but they weren't their mistakes, and they certainly weren't a mistake. Now, this can be a hard place to get to, and I remember sharing a while back in an earlier episode a story about a student that came through one of my fellow teachers' classrooms back when I was teaching. I was acutely aware of him because of how difficult he was. He quickly developed a reputation among us as teachers. He caused problems basically in every class he was in, making fun of other students, being disrespectful to the teachers, saying incredibly inappropriate and often hurtful things, being very disruptive and defiant, making any class that he was in a bad class. (laughs) If ever there was a kid that would have or should have been on Santa's naughty list, it was him. He was from Russia, but up until parent-teacher conferences, that was really all any of us knew about him. My friend that had him in his class was looking forward to telling his foster parents how bad he had been. But before he had a chance, these parents began to thank him for being so patient with him. They knew how difficult he must have been and proceeded to tell my friend a little bit about his story. How he had lived in an orphanage for most of his childhood before being adopted. Forced to sleep on concrete floors, put through terrible abuse for the littlest mistakes, forced to walk on rock salt until his feet bled, and many other terrible things. Suddenly, my friend's perception of this kid changed. He started to understand the reason for being naughty, that this wasn't who he was, just what he was doing because of so many things that had happened to him. It allowed him greater patience and love for this kid and helped him to look past what he was and who he was and love him for who he could be if all that had happened to him could be undone, which he now understood and knew that it would take time. We've got to learn to look at people, at each other, at our spouse or significant other, at our children, at our friends and neighbors this way, the way that Christ does. Elder Richard G. Scott, a leader of my faith, once taught that we should recognize the good in others, not the stains. At times, a stain needs appropriate attention to be cleansed, but always build on his or her virtues or on what's good. President Thomas S. Monson, another leader of my faith, once said, We must develop the capacity to see men not as they are at present, but as they may become when they receive testimonies of the gospel of Christ, or as they may become with more Christ in their lives. Have you noticed how much of Christmas is centered around change? Name a Christmas movie, and I'm almost certain there is an element of change woven through it. Home Alone, The Grinch, A Christmas Carol, Charlie Brown, The Polar Express, Rudolph, and just about any other one that I can think of. Christmas is a reminder that with more Christ, people can change. I can change. You can change. With more Christ, all of us can. But the secret, the secret to change, is focusing on the good, not the naughty, as Christ taught in the scriptures. Be not overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. And as Christ puts another way in scripture, clear away the bad according as the good shall grow. Do you see where the focus needs to be? On the good, not the bad, the nice, not the naughty. There's always reasons for the bad, a need for attention, a broken home, a lack of love, a need for validation, or just simply repeating patterns that have always been a part of their life. Whatever it is, more often than not, we want to go in and just start cutting the bad out, right? 
stop doing this. Why do you do that? If only you wouldn't. If you were to prune all the dead branches or dying branches of a tree too soon or too early, you'd kill the tree and any chance for future growth. Instead, you focus on the good. You feed it. You love it. You nourish it. You work with it in patience. You find opportunities for it to get light. It may take time and a great deal of effort. And this kind of change and growth happens very slowly. But over time, as the good grows, the bad will be ready to be cut out, to be removed. And in many instances, it will fall away on its own. This is one of the best parts of Christmas. It tends to bring out the good in everyone because we're all focusing on the good in everyone. We see the best in each other, not the worst. More Christ at Christmas is what helps the bad to come out, not by force or coercion, but because we want to let it go. We want to be better. We want to do better. As President Benson, one of my favorite church leaders, taught, the Lord works from the inside out. The world works from the outside in. The world would take people out of the slums, but Christ takes the slums out of people, and then they take themselves out of the slums. The world would mold men by changing their environment. Christ changes men who then change their environment. The world would shape human behavior, but Christ can change human nature. Yes, Christ changes men, and changed men can change the world. So my invitation for you today is to simply try to see those in your lives and in your home through the eyes of Christ and through the eyes of Christmas. See them as they can be, not what they're not. See them for what they can do, not what they aren't doing. Believe in them, and they will eventually come to believe in themselves. Focus on the good in each other and all that they can be. Remember, with more Christ, people become more. With more Christ, people do more. With more Christ... We are more, more loving, more forgiving, more kind, more patient, and a lot less naughty. (laughs) Because there are no naughty children, just children who maybe do some naughty things. But with more Christ, naughty can become nice. Now the activity that I have for you today is to make sure your children write a letter to Santa, but to explain in the process this principle to them. Kids need to understand as early as possible that they are not their mistakes. We are the hardest on ourselves, and we all need to be more patient with us. I saw one kid in a magazine article that started his letter to Santa this way. Dear Santa, before I explain, how much do you know already? (laughs) With more Christ, there is no need to hide because more Christ makes us feel more accepted, more loved, and more forgiven of what we've done. That's why he came, to make sure our mistakes and our sins were no more. Well, thanks for listening today, everyone. I hope that you have a great weekend full of Christmas activities and traditions. Remember, your kids will remember a lot more what you do with them on Christmas than what you give them for Christmas. And if you're looking for a good movie to watch this weekend, I'm telling you, Fred Claus won't disappoint. And you may just walk away with another valuable life lesson about Christmas and more Christ and the power that more Christ has to change people for the better, even for Santa's big brother. Now have a great weekend, everyone. Until next time, I'm Josh Downs, and you're listening to the Christmas edition of The Daily Drive.